So we will call the <clears throat> February 5th Finance Committee meeting to order. Um, second thing on the agenda is the approval of minutes from the December 4th, 2023 meeting. Do I have a motion to approve? Motion to approve, Mr. Chairman. All right, we have a motion to approve and a second. Um, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 Um, motion carries unanimously. Number three, public comments. Is there anybody here from the public who would like to make a comment? Going once, going twice. Moving right along. Um, item number four, review of town cybersecurity policy policies and continuity of operations. Um, and we'll turn it over to our IT director, uh, Mr. Diaz. Um, yes, this is oh, Carlos. No, I was just, just going to let you know that this came from the December, one of the December committees when they were asking about, they were talking about resilience and cybersecurity came up. And so Mr. Diaz, our IT director, is going to kind of walk you through it. Thank you, Mr. Diaz. Thank you. Good um, morning, and thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk a little bit about the town's cybersecurity. And uh, let's start with the definition. Uh, cybersecurity involves protecting computer systems and networks and data from unauthorized access, attacks, and damage. In the town of Mount Pleasant, we are implementing cybersecurity following the NIST framework and also the CIS controls. Both uh, treat cybersecurity in a multi-layer approach, starting from the physical security layer all the way to the security awareness layer. In the physical security layer, we secure our data center using access control, um, using um, biometrics and surveillance cameras. The next um, se uh, security layer is the perimeter security. In this layer, we have the firewalls, IDS, IPS, and they were continuously protecting our assets. The next security layer is the network security, where we have a segmented network, where we have the police network, the administrative networks, and in case we need um, external access to our internal access, we use secure VPNs. The endpoint security, which is one of the most common uh, security layers, is where we have the antivirus, anti-malwares, anti-ransomwares, etc. Then we go to the application security, and even though we do not do developments here at the town, we take very seriously application security, so we keep all our system patched and updated. Then we go to data security, and there is where we have redundancy, encryption, token, tokenization, etc. Uh, the next security layer is the logical access layer, the identity and access management, and there we have uh, secure passwords. We use uh, single sign-on and multi-factor for securing our accounts. The next security layer is the security operation. That is where we monitor all of our assets 24 by 7. We have a security operating center that is always monitoring even after hours. And if there is an alert, they will contact us. If they cannot reach us um, after hours, they can take immediate action by disconnecting uh, computers from the networks and doing other things. And the last but not least, and one of the most uh, security layers is the security awareness layers. We can do everything, but if someone clicks the incorrect link, we may be in trouble. That is why we do at least three campaigns per year where we train our users. We even try to test them, and if they fail, because we send some uh, phishing emails, if they fail, we retrain them, and we try always to enhance our scores. But what about if there is an incident? What about if there is an event? Well, we have a... Can I answer a quick question? How have we done on the phishing? 
success. Uh, you would not know. It's, it looks like a real phishing test. And if you click that link, we have that report, then we will contact you, your supervisor, if you are one of the employees. I'm just curious, like what percentage of our users have fallen for that? Probably below 20% and we are improving. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so we have an incident response management where, where we can recover even from a single file to a complete data loss. We have in place incident response plan we have in place a disaster recovery plan, not only for incidents, but for major events, hurricane, um, earthquakes, etc. Um, how do we respond to an incident? So we have here phases. The first phase, which is a proactive phase, is the detection and analysis phase where we have all these monitoring tools. We even receive daily notification from CISA, which is the cyber infrastructure and in Cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency. These notifications are only information, but also they give us um, a specific instructions of, for patch a system if there is the need to. Uh, the second phase is the containment, where we quarantine, isolate, and we eradicate the threat divides. Then comes the damage assessments, and from damage assessment, we know if we need to notify authorities like SLED. Consumers Affairs, the FBI, or even if we need to do any public and notification through our communications officers. If there is a need to do disaster recovery, as recent as last December, we implemented a true disaster recovery for the town of Juan Plaza. We didn't have it before. Uh, we are backing up locally every 30 minutes, and then we are doing backups to the cloud every hour. That means if we lose town hall, we can recover in the cloud, and in worst case scenario, we will be losing only one hour of data. So if there is an incident and we go through all these steps, we document the lessons learned, and we try to prevent the same uh, incident to happen in the future. Uh, so we are always updating the plan. Uh, this is a very high-level presentation. We do not want to go very deep into our security measurements, right? But if you have any question for me, I will be very glad to respond. Does anybody have any questions for Mr. Diaz? Um, I only have one question, and I see that uh, in terms of notification, SLED, Department of Consumer Affairs, FBI, um, I'm aware, and I can't divulge all the information that the National Guard has helped several state uh, municipalities where they had been hacked. And I'm just curious if you had any, um, I guess, not review, but uh, assistance uh, from them in, in the past. Not here in the town. Uh, in our protocols, uh, we would contact is led our, our, as our first line of contact. If there is a need to get more uh, help from other departments, they will guide us to do so. Right, okay. I, and, and because of what I had done in the past, I just wanted to see if that was one of the agencies that you would work with, but, but I could see SLED being the interface. Correct. I just want to say I'm, I'm glad to receive this presentation this morning. Um, I think as recently as last week, the FBI director, um, I believe, testified to, to Congress um, 
you know, talking about the potential of, of foreign actors hacking into um, mainly utilities and, and businesses, but also municipalities as well. So I appreciate um, how proactive um, you're being and uh, making sure that there's a, a plan and, and redundancies and backups. Um, did have a, have a quick question, and I'm not sure if it's um, entirely relevant for a municipality, but I know a lot of businesses have um, insurance coverage uh, related to cyber attacks, and I was curious if um, anything like that is in place for the town of Mount Pleasant. Um, we do questions. through our insurance carrier. We have it. Um, in fact, due to the work um, that Carlos and his staff have put in place, it has helped us because what they found out is the price was increasing for the cost of insurance, but with the proper pieces in place, he was able to limit our cost, but it is through um, our um, insurance. Okay, great. Okay, um, anything else? No? All right, thank you, Mr. Diaz. Thank Appreciate you. Okay. Um, with that, we will move on to item number five, approval of Mount Pleasant Waterworks State Revolving Fund Series Ordinance, authorizing a water and sewer system parity bond, evidencing a loan from the Water Quality Revolving Fund Authority to the town for sewer improvements. Um, and if y'all will, um, if y'all remember, um, Mr. Quam came before um, uh, both water supply and finance several months ago, I can't remember exactly when, um, and went over the details of this project, um, but it is a force main replacement um, for uh, two main lines on Rifle Range Road um, that's had a couple of issues, um, as well as uh, Highway 17. Um, and the loan amount is 10.2 million, which is actually really cool because it was originally estimated by the engineers of 14 million. So I don't know when we've actually, when the last time we've seen that. Um, a little more of that, Mr. DeMora. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, uh, do I have a motion to approve? Move for approval, Mr. Chairman. Second. All right. I have a motion and a second. Are there any questions or discussion? Yeah, yes, sir. Um, the work on rifle range, is this the work that looks like has been completed near the Isle of Palms connector? Uh, the Isle of Palms connector was a different connection to the CWS water system, but Mr. Colum, I will. Right. Mr. Chapman, the, uh, the work, that force main, it's a 20-inch force main on Rifle Range Road that we have. If you remember, we've had several issues with that line. Yeah, several breaks. Um, what we refer to as sanitary overflows there. Uh, it will be, that portion will be from the Isle of Palms connector to the Rifle Range Road HCD, Henry Clay Duffy Treatment Plant. Mm -hmm. So the entirety of that line. So this, is this outside of um, Seaside Farms, like near the, the yeah, target? Absolutely. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And is that the, the, the issue that's kind of led to the roadway, um, I guess, sinking or? or not, uh, not certain the cause and effect there, but I will say that that line has had issues. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the really nice thing about this project, uh, originally we felt like we needed to replace the entirety of that line. Uh, through asset management, uh, we were able to get a real condition assessment of it, um, and we've greatly reduced the linear footage that we need to replace, so substantially reducing the cost. Is this mostly going to be nighttime um, work? Certainly. It's going to be off off to the side of the road, the majority of it, and any lane closures will be nighttime. Mm -hmm. It's a great interest rate. 2.1% is hard <laughs> to come by these days. I love that interest. 
uh, and to Jake's point, we were quite surprised uh, when the bids came in below the engineering estimate. We had four bids on the project. All of them were very close and substantially lower than the $14 million, So, yeah. All right. If there's no further discussion, we'll, um, all those in favor? Aye. 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 All right. And the motion carries unanimously. Um, with that, we will stay adjourned. Thank you. Thank you.